0: This podcast may contain strong language. Listener's discretion is advised.
1: Welcome back to Northamptonshire Football Podcast, uh, episode 16. we're here with Sam and Reese. Up oh, lads, you alright? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Yeah, all good. And uh, special guest tonight, Dan Holman. Dan, how are you getting on, mate? Okay? Yes, very well, thank you. Good, thanks for coming out to see us tonight. No problem at all. Um, obviously, you're not playing, obviously, at Chenix Air, but you're not playing for a little while. When
0: can we expect you back? Hopefully, not too long. Um, Getting a bit old, so yeah. a, few little, uh, a few little injuries take, take a bit longer than normal. Um, but no, hopefully a couple of weeks I'll be uh, yeah, ready to rear and go for the running. Good man, good man.
1: We'll, uh, we'll come on to your career and stuff in a little while. First, we're gonna go through some local football. Um, Sam, you've been busy week. Um, tell us about
2: your games this week. Oh, I'm so glad you asked, Jordan, so glad you asked. So obviously, um, my 18's had Raunce on Thursday. Um, interesting game. Um, definitely, Sam was being the villain this week, as usual. I am the villain, Dan. I like being the villain. It's a good place to be. Um, we beat them 4 0. Was it 4 0? I thought it was 3 0, George. Must have missed the goal when I was there celebrating. What's that? I thought it was 3 0. Yeah, I'm sure it was 3 0. Um, yeah, it was a little bit hostile between both sets of management, as it's always going to be in a local derby, but um, I exacerbated things somewhat, as usual. Um, and every time we scored, I got a little bit louder. Until the third goal, when I was full on Ric Flair in it. <laughs> but it is what it is, mate. It is what it is. And tomorrow we've got local derby against Whitworths, um, which I believe is Santos sixteen in disguise. Um, and it's another hostile one because we beat him. I'm sure it's the same side that we beat in the FA Youth Cup. Um, and I'm sure if that's the same manager, he punched all through our door. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'll start one. I'll start with. It. Um, and then obviously my Russian Diamonds team. They did pretty well. Um, Finn scored a couple. We played two games in the last two weeks. Uh, we won one game and then we lost the other game to Elite Football Academy from Lincoln. Uh, big shout out to them though, very good side. Very, very good team. Yeah,
1: nice. Um, obviously, you were at the um, catch with Brackley game there as well, weren't you? I was, yeah. Yeah, I see your, uh, your picture on there with. Um, the assistant manager. Yeah, Stephen Ward, yeah. That's it, yeah, yeah, Arden legend. <laughs> Mate, I was like a
2: little kiddie, of course I was. I get excited when I meet an Irish international,
1: it's what it is, isn't it? Yeah, obviously we've had, we've we covered practically a lot on the podcast. Um They come out, losers that day, catcher in, massive result for them, obviously, bottom of the league. Well, near the bottom of the league, should I say. Um What was the game though? Dyer. Was it? Uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was freezing, not a lot went on. Um, a lot of people spoke to me obviously saw the, the shirt and stuff and come and have a chat and told me how good they thought our podcast was but ultimately the play was terrible Yeah, um, and I'm sure catching and wouldn't mind me saying that It's just just wasn't good enough
1: Nah, nah Fair enough Reese, obviously you had games this weekend as well Yeah uh, <laughs> Go on I, I see it's a good result for your reserve but tell us about your first team again Yeah
3: first team's absolutely diabolical at the minute I don't know what's going on every week seems to be a different 11 I was like Keepers in and out. Got oh,
2: new no keepers in yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah, Mason decided to fill in for us. Did John
2: Cena turn up here? <laughs> if you do not turn up for us. He can't, not him be, or
3: he like can't wear am. he can wear in the shirt. so oh, he's yeah. representing more appearances in his in his tracksuit top than he has on. Our, <laughs> <laughs> than actually
1: coming on the, no, the podcast. he's
3: so. probably man of the match in his debut because we were absolutely horrific and he made. Oh, be himself.
1: yourself. Don't say that. Here. I Couldn't mean, the
3: games that, no. the games up on YouTube if you want to go and watch it. And he's
1: only got one leg. I'm giving
3: him
1: man of the match. He? <laughs> no, <laughs> he's yeah. uh, Mason. He's another co-host of the podcast oh really yeah he's, right? he's hardly over here oh, really? <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah, why he gets so the John Cena a pitch for you don't turn up to the, to the recordings
3: <laughs> yeah, it was diabolical uh, but obviously shining light of the day was the reserves they we thought we had, they had to win but they clinched a three-all draw and then went through on goal scored and uh, obviously Cal will be happy because they went through above six-field Rangers B which is his old team and he right, had, yeah, yeah, yeah. seems to hate them for some reason <laughs> and it
2: was that man again Kelvin Quartang no? yeah
3: scored another hat-trick uh, that's just his keeper he must have a
2: great coach outside of football that's all i'm saying <laughs> was. he must have a great coach um obviously we're going to go going to local football oh, there, and we'll look what's that though uh, at the game yesterday don't really want to talk about it but we'll go through it anyway i think chen's had a game yesterday didn't yeah, they yeah they did yeah yes just stick the pressure on you there don't think the
0: week it was i was like
2: looking <laughs> for you Rawls got absolutely smashed by rugby by four 0 right yeah it was watching a Premier League team versus a League Two team, I felt at the time. <laughs> really, yeah. Yeah, their man their movement was just man city esque. No player played in their position for longer than ten minutes. But it was clever. Like you could never track a man because that man had gone somewhere else really yeah. five minutes later.
1: Do you um obviously they're they're, they're in Real Bedford are running away with the league, aren't they? Yeah. But um can anyone stop Real Bedford? Can they can they caption, do you reckon?
2: Um uh, I don't think there's any point in catching them this time of the season. No. Just let them going, let them up the league. Yeah,
1: but saying that, they obviously done. Chen's. Then they yeah. got I think five games in hand. Yeah, they win all five of their monitors A big ass, but that takes them within. Is it six points at the top?
0: Yeah, I think it would have been four, wouldn't it? And then yeah. we drew. We drew recently. Um, obviously, games in hand always look attractive, but as you see, like the, the other Saturday, I think we were tuning up and drew two. All. Yeah, yeah. It's easier said than done. Like you know, it's not. It's not easy to just tick them off. That's why Bedford have done so well to just sort yeah. of. Keep consistent, and to be fair, when we played them, I felt that they were, they were a level above in terms of um, their structure, the way they played. They had a bit of a, they had a much better pattern, um, especially than us on the day. I think they were just a little bit ahead. I don't, I don't think. But you never know. They're having a bit of a wobble at the moment, but I think it will take a lot for them to fall off.
1: Yeah. Mm. Obviously, I know you got them in a few weeks, and back at Royal didn't you? you reckon that
0: will put a bit of pressure on if you if you come away with a three points yeah, there? Exactly. Well, hundred percent. Like yeah. it's it's, uh, it, it's uh, squeaky bum time, and it like yeah. it, it's, <laughs> it's all good, well and good doing it before Christmas. And but this is the time where if you want to win a league, like you've got to dig deep. So if we beat them, it'd be interesting because because I did
1: notice. Awesome. Obviously, they had a good win there against Rugby the other week, didn't they? But um, before that they were dropping points, obviously they lost to Whitworths, and they drew with... Uh, yeah, but I think that
2: was individual error, wasn't it? Because I think we yeah. streamed the game and it was goalkeepers error on
1: both of them. I remember a, f- a few games before that, they were, you know what I mean, they've been drawing a few games recently. Smash at the weekend, though, for They did. Or yeah. yesterday, I yeah. think it was. But s- obviously, before the rugby game there, yeah, they were, were dropping a few points, like, so... Mm. S- you know, you never know do you? That's one know, of them. Yeah, you never know. Were you, um, obviously, Chenzen the other night, 4-1 against Lexworth? Did, yeah. you, uh, did you just go down
0: to that? I wasn't there. No, no. Um, nah, working too much. Yeah, so. but no, I wasn't there. To be fair, I've been, I've been out of it for for a little while. Um, so it'd be nice to get back in. Yeah, get back playing.
1: Yeah. I think. Am I right in saying your last game you scored four from? So yeah, you, was it? Uh,
0: my last game? No, I, I played against Moulton. Oh, you did. Sorry, and uh, I should have scored four. But I didn't score anything so. <laughs> Talking about Moulton, I think they got absolutely
1: what last night didn't they? They did. Yes i I've got it here. 6-2 against Silby, away at Silby.
2: Can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait, I'm sure we've got them
1: something. <laughs> Can't, a- Can't wait. they have uh, they've signed a new keeper there, haven't they?
2: Yeah, less less said about Louis Patching the better. <laughs> and he knows why he's getting shit off me, he knows.
1: What's that, is that a it. the better will move on? Yeah, that's the, uh, yeah. you should have texted me first, lad, one of them, do you know what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Obviously, yeah, while we were on the, uh, the Spartan end, obviously we had uh, Ian Socken, 0-0 away at um, Holmer Green. Uh, we recovered there, 4-1. Silby, 6-2 at Moulton. Rauns. Going to talk about your game? No. Night. <laughs> 4-0 at home to rugby bar. Uh Real Bedford, 6-0 at was Buckingham. Uh, Whitworth beat Langford, 1-0.
2: Um, Langford near the bottom of the table though, not they? Yeah, yeah. and um, played 29 games or something outrageous, didn't
0: they? Way more big amount games sure. Stupid yep. amount of games in the league, isn't it? Mm. Our manager every week has to laugh. He's like, yeah, we've got, still, what not? We've got 29 games to play. I'm thinking, how long is his team? 20 cups. And, mate, a Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, oh, Saturday, Tuesday, kill. Saturday is killing me it's off. I'm sure it's killing you off as well, oh. isn't
1: it? Um, the, the only other game in that division that week, uh, this week was uh, London Tigers against Winslow. That came out 3-1 to Winslow, but something you brought to my attention, Sam, What's that? <laughs> was the attendance at the game. Yeah, there was a fair few there, kid, wasn't there? Yeah, um, so there eight people there. There was eight people there, yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's
2: mad, that? <laughs> that's mad That's like they don't pay wages, though. Because if they do pay wages, uh, that's coming out of someone else's pocket and not the revenue from the game.
1: I heard they're not a bad guy, got a two-all draw away at the 10x. <laughs> so I'm sure my text be um, saying, no, no, I'm not have going to be supporters. Lad 10 there next week. Uh, <laughs> um, no, yeah, we'll, go on, uh, we'll touch on the UCL as well while we're here. Um, Desborough, heavy defeat for them. Coventry fits, Sphinx, 5-0. Um, Coventry are flying at the minute, aren't they? Kind of an expected result, yeah. um, but. Bubble at St Michael's won 3-0 away at God Manchester. Result for them there, sort of wrong end of the table, but they're climbing slowly. Mm. Um now lost 2 0 <laughs> at uh yeah, I mean, saw so a, a report on that. I think he was quite annoyed with the situation yeah you know, truth, I, I think, think that's, uh probably a hard one to take. I mean they're level on points. Well, before the game they were level on points with uh Lutterworth there, so tricky one. Um Newport Pagnell won all Easton Sports. Do you know much about them? Not really, no. Uh, where was I? Sorry, I think wellington won as well, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, um, was that a cup game? I can't find it. I don't know. I'm no. sure they're
2: third in the league, though, not they? Yeah, oh, they third. had a
1: massive result. there on Saturday, mm. um, Milton Keynes Irish. So no one nil down at halftime. Mm. Come back one two one. I mean that makes them fourteen games unbeaten. I think
2: the week before didn't they
1: win by a big pop of goals as well? When it got like uh, four five or six or something like that. They had Sphinx in a week and I beat them two 0 mm. Uh, but before that it was I'm sure they had a big victory. Yeah, eight 0 over Lutterworth, yeah. yeah, sorry. They're flying at the minute, aren't they? Mm. They're um they're running away with it. Um the other league we cover obviously is the uh combination there. Rushing the diamonds, four one up road.
2: Because I'm not of that league anymore, I'm kind of a little bit out of it, I think. Yeah. And obviously, Road had a decent side when they first turned out at the beginning of the season, but I'm sure they've lost a couple to Moulton, if I'm right, and I'm sure they've lost a couple somewhere else as well. Uh, Williston beat Corby, away at Corby, 2-0. See, that's a good result, in it? Because Corby's our place to go to for anyone. Mm. It don't matter where Corby are in the league, it's just tough and hostile. Uh,
1: Hayford lost 2-0 home to Corby, SNL. Woodford won 4-0 against Corby White Blizz were 3 0 away at Corby Strip Mills. I think
2: Blizzy are on a good run there now, aren't they? Oh, they were never not on a good run, were they? No. Just that one defeat to Urchie, kind of.
1: That's it, yeah. Um, they got a massive game coming up the weekend uh, Junior Cup semi final against Ketchum Nomads. Last year's final. Nomads are flying as well at the Yeah, they are. They're on a great run. Mm. Uh, they had a massive result there over Urchie as well, 4
2: 1 away at Urchie. Yeah, I, I spoke to a couple of the players after and they did tell me it was. Tough, tough one to swallow.
1: Yeah, uh, that is pretty much it for that division as well. Do you see, I mean, that division's turned out to be real good, hasn't it? I think it's really tight at the top in that league now. It's um, it's gonna be an interesting end to the season, isn't it?
2: It is, it is, and I'm kinda, I'm kinda glad I'm at the other end of the table, if I'm honest, in a different league, because when you're at the top of the table, there's a certain expectation to stay there. Like when you're fighting relegation, fighting relegation battle, if you win one game and you lose two and you win one, it's kind of expected. Like, if you're at the top of the table, you've got to be panning out results here week in, week out, haven't you? Yeah. And if you don't win, just look at how it worked for Blizzy. They didn't win one game, and I think they lost five players after the game, didn't they? Mm. <laughs> but, that's a madness. I think Urgent yeah, took two or three of them, but that's not really no there. But do you know what I'm saying? Five <coughs> players after one loss. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I think they're still top, aren't they? But I mean, it's, it's, it's not, it's tight there. It's nice to see, really. Hmm? Um. Obviously, we'll turn our attention to you then, Dan. Obviously, Chenix at the weekend there at home. Time, uh, is it time United?
0: Will you will you be there watching that? Uh, to be fair, I haven't been just because I coach so much. Um, I have got two little ones under two. Yeah, the gaffers led to me. To be fair, it's been great. Um, but when I do get a chance to spend it with them, i because it's obviously coaching in the evenings. Yeah, I don't see them as much. As, I, was, I was obviously playing for Torquay last year, and my wife was. You know, I'd, I'd have them in the morning and I'd finish at one and I'd go to the park in the afternoon and then all of a sudden, real life it, so I don't yeah. see them as much. So if I get a chance, I might take them down, but if I get a chance, I'll, I'll spend the, the day with them. Hmm.
1: You mentioned Torquay there. Tell us a little bit about that then, obviously, that's because that's a top standard, that is Torquay. What made you swap that for sort of come back to Chenix?
0: To, to be fair, um, I didn't have an option and got rid of it. to be fair like I I played um it was a bit of a strange situation going in there I'd I'd left um playing professionally when I was at Aldershot um to set up a business in Northampton and then uh, me and my wife and my little boy we moved to Dubai for we moved to Dubai in lockdown and I was doing my business online um doing some coaching like because I knew I wanted to get into the coaching I was I was coaching out in an academy in Dubai and uh the manager at Torquay, Gary Johnson, rang me and sort of said like they were doing well at the time. But he sort of said, "Would you fancy it um, next season?" Um, so I just started training. I was like, "Yeah, all, I fancy it." Yeah. I, I got the itch back when I was playing when I wasn't playing. So I was just training, going for it. Sorry, he asked me the year before, and I said no because I had my boy coming, and it was just too much. My business was doing all right. Um, I didn't want to go back full time. Then I went to the bar and I was like, Do "You know what?" I fancy it so I called him and he said I'll ring you in the off season and I don't know if you remember it was the year when they lost at Ashton Gate in the playoff final hmm. to Hartlepool so I was watching that thinking <laughs> I could be going on trial in to it, or I could be going on trial in the National League yeah. but I was prepared anyway I went on trial um, in the summer and did well he offered me a deal and then started off really well buzzing loving being back in it and then Unfortunately I just didn't score enough goals and the money it would have taken for me to move my family there, he could've got a young lone uh, still got a good relationship and stuff, but it just wasn't. And now in hindsight it was the right thing to do to to sort of comes a time when you're in a national league, it's not you're not getting paid, you know, championship wages. You've got to get work again. Yeah. It's a bit of a tough league in terms of life balance that you've got to work again, do you know what I mean? So Worked out in the end, but yeah. So I, I, wasn't, I wasn't going to play at all. I was just going to focus on the on the coaching. But the gaffer at Chenix uh, messaged me, and uh, you know they helped out with. They helped out at the start with getting my business off the ground, which I'm really grateful for in terms of helping me with a facility and that. Which obviously I I for them. Um,
1: part of the deal. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, uh, what's what's Jamie like there as a gaffer like? Obviously, we spoke to Ant and up before. Yeah. And um, everyone got good things to say about him. But obviously, from a player's point of view, what's he like coaching wise? And
0: yeah, I mean, he must have like constant blisters on his fingers because he, he don't stop texting. Like, yeah. Just on, <laughs> it, on it, on it, all the time. Like I've never known someone to reply so quickly. It's so yeah. <laughs> um, But now he's top man, and he's, I think he's like. Uh, he doesn't do the coaching himself. Do you know what I mean? He gets players in. Uh, he. He keeps, gets, and does a lot of the training and the warm ups and all that stuff, and he puts players together. And I think at this sort of level, contacts is the biggest thing, isn't it? From, yeah. the, from my experience of, of being there recently like who you know, who you can get in, mm. um, that, and a few more than anyone else and yeah, yeah, yeah
1: you get a few yeah. players at this sort of level do you know what i mean like that, that i is know that's all yeah. too well yeah that is what it is i mean he's brought a lot more than just football to Chenix, so. any i know from my aunt was telling us he's gotten more sort of it's like Ed has he's gotten more invested in the club rather than just the football team as well
0: yeah i think he's worked hard with with the, with the chairman to sort of try and push the football a little bit more and Get their group together, going in the bar and all that. Because yeah. if you think of Chenix, I mean, you think of our You think oh, I think rugby, like yeah. cricket. Straight to be up. fair, it has
2: been that for many minutes it. And obviously, because um, you grew up in Northampton, I presume as well. Yeah, yeah. It? So we all did as well. And Chen's
0: has always been rugby well before. Yeah, football, exactly. Isn't? So I think yeah, he's done he's done well with that in the 18s. They're alright the 18s, but they're not great, are they? The eighteens are doing alright, done all right, He's isn't they? Bigging himself up because he beat them at <laughs> the, <season. laughs> <laughs> yeah. the week before they uh, come Kings. Oh, uh, was it, yeah. Um, but they've done well for the club as well, and like I think doing well against the account like beating Northampton and you know going against MK and putting a good representation for the club. Like I think it's, it's a, definitely a put a positive light on the club. Hmm. Yeah. Um obviously. We'll go all the
1: way back then. Obviously, where you started your career, you started in Northampton as well. Yeah. Um, was it all at Chenix you started there?
0: Uh... Uh, as a as a youngster, yeah, like yeah. Um, sort of all the way. We had a really great youth side. Like one of them, you know, beat everyone. The sort of Santos of these days. Um, mm. I don't think there was academies back then, but we used to always have clubs sort of sniffing and looking and all that sort of stuff. So I was I was always uh, change, yeah. Yeah. And then, so where did the Cookno link come about? So then I went 18s, our manager at Chenix moved over to Cookneau. So I was playing for the Moulton College, I think I was doing uh, sport exercise science or whatever at Moulton College, and then played for the under 18s. And then I was, Daz Collins was the first team manager, but he didn't play me much, like I was little, um, I was quite little and like I was always on the bench and stuff. Um, so I didn't play much. And then Adam Sandy was like a family friend. Uh, I don't know if you know Adam. Yeah, he's the uh, yeah, ex-Coppers player, isn't yeah. It? Mm-hmm. Um, and he? Yeah. Uh, and he was a family friend and like running, he was the manager of Long Buckby at the time who had a, who had a good side. And he sort of said, why don't you, why don't you come over? Uh, gave me an opportunity, really. He believed in me when I didn't probably believe in myself. So um, he was a massive, massive part of my journey. Um, I think he is to a lot of players, to be fair, in, in Northampton, you know, if Adam turns up everyone and sort of pulls their finger out. I don't know why he's got just got that demeanour about him. Um, to be fair, within the podcast we've heard nothing but good things about him. Yeah, top man, top man and just genuine guy, you know. Um and he gave me a chance at Buckby and I did really well for him. Yeah, I see looking at his stats say he definitely paid him back. So
1: I got sixty goals in seventy seven games. Yeah, I did alright there, to be yeah. fair. I think alright <laughs> it's a real
0: good really good for me like real good group of lads um good like i look back now and i think how weren't like the levels i've played at i think how weren't they playing at like a higher level i don't know if it's my perception at the time that they were better than they were or mm-hmm. i don't think so though like we had some real real good players like courtney herbert just gone to northampton before i signed there um there was like richard bunting smevs who's obviously still manager now like too many to name like uh it's a load of Just a good class. And yeah. yeah, just, just, um, but but, probably really moulded me as a sort of person in the dressing room that helped me in the future, mm. going into other dressing rooms and being confident and stuff. Yeah, no. It's hard going from one dressing room to another isn't it. Oh, it's massive. It's like mm. first day at school every time you you you're in, 100%. 100%. You know I mean? um, and I think that's one thing for young lads, especially, like, that can have a massive impact in terms of being a... Presence or not, just finding the right balance, being confident but not arrogant, and mm-hmm. you getting that balance right. You get bought in by the team, um, it can give you a massive opportunity. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that led on to
1: that was sort of your start of your adult career, and obviously, that led on to main things, bigger
0: things, when uh, you got picked up by Histon. Yeah, so I went to Oxford City for a bit before, um, didn't play again. So I went from Buckbeer, went to Oxford City, didn't play. Went back to Long under Glen Buxton, then then scored a, scored some more, and then randomly got a phone call from from Histon. Um, I think James Algar was there. Do you know Algar? He's, He's a Cobblers coach. Yeah, coach, you know, Yeah, I think he was there. He was there at the time, um, and a, lag, a guy called Brian Page, who used to sort of be in and around um, hmm. um He was ma- he was coaching there. I didn't know him personally, but I got a call I said, look, will you come for a trial? And I thought someone was having me on at the time. I thought, mm-hmm. someone's mugging <laughs> me off here thinking, <laughs> I'm, I'm always wary of that one. Like, yeah, I'll come down. And I remember driving there, to be honest, and, and I was thinking, this is miles away. There's no way I'm playing for these. Mm-hmm. I'm, like on the way there. I'm used to going to Cook now, yeah, five, yeah. ten minutes away. <laughs> so I sort of went in with freedom and like, they were like, there was people turning up with their agent and they had all their tracksuits on and I got to the door. Jesus. I wasn't, I wasn't on the, the my name wasn't on the list. <laughs> you know, I just feel like an idiot. Like, don't know which dressing room to go in, uh, sat on the bench and the game was going on. It was taking longer and longer and I still hadn't been put on. And I was off. I was just like, I traveled this far, at least give me a kick. So I was just mm. like, excuse me. <laughs> no, I was like, excuse me, I haven't been on yet. Like any chance? Like, I've just drive, I was like, oh, sorry. like course and i just to be fair went on with no you know like absolute no fear don't care because i'm never coming back here <laughs> bagged a couple of goals um and that the, the manager was in the stand and he was like look he was ex millwall and he was like i want to sign you straight away yeah and much. i was thinking like and then long story short i went away thinking <laughs> i was signing for him, thinking i was like done deal i went back and they were uh i was still on trial but I did well, and then a week yeah, in. Yeah. They were actually full-time, so. Was, was that when they had the FA Cup run? No, it was the, that was a little bit previous, that oh. was a little bit before, um, but they were like a group of really young lads. Um, I was actually just telling the lad on one of my mindset calls a minute ago, like, I went, it was the first time I was in an environment with young lads that were really hungry to make it professional, and I'd never had that, and I sort of, it was sort of like a click for me to be like, Wow, maybe I could actually do something. Because I'd always dreamed of it, but I, went, I dropped out of uni twice by the time I was 21. I was working in circus in town, no. and all of a sudden I'm playing full-time football. Um, and I sort of thought, oh, imagine if I could actually do something here, so. Still got that the discount though, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't
3: been in there for a while.
0: Jordan <laughs> needs some big <laughs> boy.
1: Fucking hell. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean the big boy clothes. the Shot the baby this way,
0: see the size <laughs> of it. <laughs> so um yeah that was uh that was the that was uh I was then full time um and that was probably the first time I thought wow well, might have a chance
1: here." Yeah no You get paid better in circus here than circus there and we uh <laughs> They weren't for, they weren't much different. <laughs> <that. laughs> Covered the petrol, that was about yeah. it. Yeah. But well, I see your stats there 28 guys in 40 games, that's still a decent return, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I had a good, just one season, so I just like hit the ground running. And um, like I said, I've got that belief in myself that I thought it's a great opportunity. Yeah. Like, to me, it was like, at the time, it was like Wembley. I looked at the pitch, I had a stadium round it, and that I thought, I feel like a footballer, do you know what I mean? I just embraced it.
1: Mm-hmm. So, obviously, I was reading about your time at Histon there as well. Um, they arranged for you to go to Barnet on trial,
0: but that never, it never seemed to come off. Yeah, that was a, it's a weird one. Um, there was a few sniffs. Um, there was obviously, it's a bit different now, and I think if you banged in 29 goals at that level at 20 years old oh, now, it'd be, you'd be gone sort of thing. But they had an option on me. There was a sort of agents of the club that were involved, and I was supposed to go to Bradford and then the manager came in and said no, he needed me for some shape and that got Mm -hmm. squashed. Who knows if it was real or not. Um, But I I moved on in the end anyway. It was all like sort
1: of talk, I think. Was that, um, obviously, I see, I read there was a few bids coming in for you as well then. Was that, do you know, that was? No, I don't know. I don't
0: know, it can't have been much, because I think think Braintree bought me for seven grand in the end, so the offers can't have been too (laughs) high. They accepted that one. (laughs)
2: See? See, that's mad in comparison. So, when I was at Welly, their chairman, Laurie, or their ex-chairman, told me that in 1965 or something, they sold a player for five and a half grand. Oh, mad. So, inflation's not really worked in your favour then, does it? (laughs) No, absolutely not.
1: (laughs) Um, Obviously, time at Braintree then, that was the next step. Yeah. A um, good oh, club tree, isn't it? Yeah,
0: not
2: knee clubs.
1: It's a bigger
0: uh, one of those, isn't it? Yeah, it's not too big. It's, it's sort of got a good reputation, mm. I think. Um, in terms of being, they had some. We had some good success, and then the Cowleys went in after me, mm. um, who obviously went on to good things. So they I got, got them a bit of a good name. I think they've slipped a bit now. I think they're, they're back in the Conference South and stuff. But they had a few good years. Yeah.
1: Um, did you enjoy your the time there? Then was it? Yeah, was it was.
0: It was tough. Um, obviously I was living, I was travelling like two hours to get there. Sometimes the training wasn't. Was that true? We had a great manager, don't get me wrong, like Alan Devonshire, is like a West Ham legend, I don't know if you know. He's huge, isn't he? Um, a great guy, just put good players together. So we had some brilliant loanies, like um, Bradley Datt came for a while. Oh, the um, at Saint Blackburn? Yeah. yeah, Josh Laurent, who's at um, Stoke now. We had some real good lads like coming in and I think before me, there, there, some belong there. Yeah, so like loads of <laughs> no, no action yeah. <laughs> I think he just sort of like got good lads together and didn't overcoach. But sometimes I travel and like we were training with poles in the ground, no mm-hmm. goals, like. So it was a bit of a like this is serving a purpose. I need to, if I want to keep my trajectory going, I need to like get my head down. It was almost like a aggressive patience time for me yeah. like um yeah but i enjoyed it it was good but it was just like i knew i wanted like i was gone for hist training in cambridge every day on a nice little facility to sort of part time again saturday tuesday thursday on a bit of a bog of brain tree um so it was enjoyable we had some real good times but i wanted to i wanted to kick on you know so I read there as well. Obviously, you, you made an impact straight away. Scored in your twice in your first game, yeah. and that was before you even trained with him. Yeah, I turned up and like again, like turned up. Met. I went to watch him against Newport the week before, and then just turned up at Woking, and uh, he named me in the starting line. But I was nervous. <laughs> so I thought, I don't Jeez. know, I don't know if I was, like the level. And it was quicker. Like it was noticeably quicker than the level below. Uh, but I smashed two in and that settles, nothing settles you in more than that, does it? Like, Three went
3: at the deep end and you swam. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: just, right, and then the, the lads respect you more, do you know what I mean? Yeah. They all want you in the team. As a striker, it just you just feel like a million dollars when that happens.
1: Yeah. But tell us about your goal then at Luton as well because obviously the manager at the time there, Adam Yeah. he said that was
0: probably the best result in Braintree's history. It's probably one of the best goals I've scored as well. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So it sort of, I was on, I was on a good run, and I mean, I you through it, but it, it was just like a flip on in the box, and I, as if I was going to hit it my right, and I sort of chopped it onto my left in the and then a little half folly, like top there, yeah it was, it was nice, yeah. Was, was nice. that FA Cup game or, were yeah. no, that, that or was it? No, that was, they were in our league, yeah. Wow. Yeah, they were in our league. Um, Andre Gray up top, they had a good side, yeah. Did <laughs> they have Matthew Barnes over as well? Yeah, he was floating about then. Yeah, he didn't see Yeah, he was in Macclesfield, and yeah, he was Macclesfield, and yeah, they had a few. They had a good side. Yeah, it was John Steele, and he had like he, he was renowned for getting sort of non-league gems. Um, yeah, he's got a really good record of that. Hasn't yeah, Dwight Gale, he's got loads of them. Yeah.
3: Hmm.
1: Obviously, dropping all these names and that. Was there much? Obviously, playing around them every week. Was there much? Um, Sort of crack with them. What, uh,
2: any of these lads did you have, or is it just. So it's like Alan like, Devich here, just like you hear the stories of is it Martin Adams, you know, my Dog Adams, like he goes on a training pitch, sticks one top in, says that, we're off now, lads. Uh, mate, that I story is just. Dev was
0: like so laid back in terms of like, he was like, oh yeah, I, I, I used to have a kit before every game. Like, I'd, I'd like, we'd, we'd, before the game, I'd lie on the physio bed and you know, just have a little kid <laughs> And then when the manager would say, like, like, it's time to go out, just get up and go out. And like, thinking, <laughs> What and amazing? Amazing! If I see one of my do that, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, you know what I mean, like just come on, go, go do your thing, son. Like sort of thing. Jesus. Yeah, he was good. I like that. He's Maidenhead still now, still managing now. Hmm. Where is he now? Mm. Sorry, Maidenhead. Oh well, yeah. He always does well. Like smaller clubs in the National League, and he always stays afloat. Stays does well. So obviously Braintree offered you a new contract but he turned it down. Yeah. What
1: was, what was the reasoning behind that? He's bored of the polls. Well, yeah, <laughs> get me out of there. Get me out
0: of there. Yeah. Um, just ambitious, ambitious. like, yeah. knew I was doing well in that league. Um, Wrexham wanted to sign me, um, so I knew I had that. And uh, then, sort of, I would have signed for Wrexham. Um, I had an agent at the time that I didn't know, I was I was naive to it. Um, was sort of like the Rexham manager was, was ringing me saying your agent's asking for this and the agent's telling me Rexham are no longer interested but the manager's ringing me saying it's because yeah, your agent yeah. wants a certain amount of money so it was a bit of a sticky but that but that led to other teams contacting me from high leagues and then going on trial while we were trying to sort it out so it ended up it ended up working in me going at, ending up at Colchester so um, whether that was a good or bad thing, who knows? But yeah, I just was ambitious, and there's obviously a clause like you can leave once you're 24 for no compensation. So I just turned 24. So I just said, Look to the gaffer, like, look, I'm going to explore other options. Yeah,
1: nice. Um, obviously, I see South End offered to take you on there.
0: You've done a little trial with them at work with there, obviously, that didn't work out. Yeah, I went to South End, and to be fair, I just sat in the gym for a couple of days. Oh, it was all their testing days and stuff. Oh, wow. Did a 1500, the worst trial ever. Done a 1500 metres, like absolutely horrible. couple of days and then didn't play much football. And then Luton wanted to have a chat with me. It was John Steele at the time. Uh, they wanted to have a chat with me. So I just said to Phil Brown, I said, Look, um, he was the manager at the time. I just said, Look, I've had, I've a, I've had a Luton want to have a meeting. And he was like, Yeah, sound like. Because he rang me and just said, Look, we. We want to have a look at you, but it wasn't. It wasn't like I want to sign you definitely. No. Um, was it the time Noel Ranger was at the South End? And, no, and Tom Ferdinand and all that. No, it was way before then. I think no. um, it was like. I can't even remember. Or did they have um They were in so League Eastwood. Was he still there at that point? I don't know. Um, he. I think it was. Um, they were. It was just before they got promoted to League One. They were in League Two. The Brentford keeper, Dan Bentley. Yeah. Um, and they would have had Kevin Jay on the staff, I reckon. Maybe. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not too oh, sure. Oh, Jack Payne's good as well. Jack Payne. Yeah, he's a good little player. Ben Coker, do you know Ben? Yeah, ben yeah. yeah. Good player. Um, I think he was at the Coppers, wasn't he? Maybe he's a youngster. Yeah, I think yeah. he'd done a little bit there. Eh? Um, and then nothing the came of and it was just a again. It was that agent that was like. Anyway, Colchester rang me because yeah. Mark Kinsella was. Um, Do you remember Kinsella? A Villa. Villa Orange international, of course. I remember (laughs) him. He was he 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 came in at Histon for a little bit, and he went in as number two at at Colchester, and he rang me and said, "Look, we've seen in the paper that you're at (coughs) Southend. Do you fancy coming in at Colchester?" And I was like, "Yeah." They were league high, that was my thinking at the time. There, and league high, I'll go there. Interesting round that one, isn't it? (laughs) When in, yeah, When you're in the, the stand, I think there's some like
2: pillars in the way where you can't see fuck all the people in the Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he weren't in the stand, on the
0: pitch. Right? No, he was in the <laughs> most of the time, no, <laughs> yeah, I went there
2: in the Cobblers on a cold Tuesday night, see, is it? I think it was Richard Garcia, the Australian, score winner in the 97th minute. You
0: know, you
2: think, fuck's sake,
1: Tuesday night. <laughs> oh my oh, way, well, well, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, I did well, I tried there and, and uh, got me to give me
1: a deal. Uh, they were in uh, League One at the time, Yeah. right? Yeah. Um, obviously great pre-season, three goals in your first three games pre-season. Yeah, I did well pre-season. It was a good start. It was a good start. Was there much? I see you got you come off injured there as well. Um, yeah, well, good research, yes. I it? know, yeah. <laughs> you can tell me what injury it was as <laughs> well, if you want. No, like, I don't know much, but I know, I'm I'm I know. Sure that it says it was, ankle injury
0: again. That was actually yeah. a big, I know big I know that the turning a... point for me because my goal at the time was like, again, there were some good, like real good players there and I thought I just need to sort of try and get get myself in and around this starting team and I was doing well and I was the manager was saying good things and we played Ipswich you know when pre-season gets to the stage where like they start playing the first team you know like in the big games mm. and it was me and uh, another lad up front you know was, do you know Freddie Sears yes, uh, yeah West Ham West lad um, so I'm thinking passing like me and him were up top Like, and then I've done my ankle and done my ankle in the first half played well done my ankle and and um, Come off, and then I They went away for three days. Like I think they played nowhere um, extravagant. Like they played Dover and someone else, and just had a couple of days away, and I missed that mm. little bonding time. I was back doing physio, just set me back a little bit, and I started the season on the bench, um, coming on, still coming on every game and stuff. Um, but it's not where you want to be, is it? You want to be in that starting yeah kind of of rhythm, just to get that kind of momentum going. And then I remember Joe, the manager, sp- speaking to me and just saying, look, keep going, um, you'll be fine. He said a weird thing. He was like, you'll be fine, just keep going. Um, and the next day, he got sacked. So like so four or five games in. He? He's telling you already he was Yeah, on the four or five games in, he got sacked. And the youth team manager <coughs> came in and he basically said to me, you're too old. I was 24. He said, you're too old. You haven't got enough experience for, for your age. You're too old. He wanted to pat the youth lads in. He just said, I'll never play her, No matter what happens, yeah. I'll never play her. So I was like. Pfft. I so suppose you've got to admire his honesty, I suppose, in that sense, because then it or gives was it, you some ways
1: to go. Was he honest or was he just being an asshole? Yeah, I yeah. but you latter. prefer to be told <laughs> that rather than
2: <laughs> sitting in a club rotting yeah. in the reserves or sitting on a bench yeah. and you're not going to get anything. You'd rather look at other options to get that playing time. Yeah, I, I suppose.
0: suppose it. Yeah, it's a good way to look at it. Oh yeah, at the time I thought, <laughs> You to kick me in the face, didn't uh, you? Yeah, I just thought, I <laughs> thought like, what I'd done to get there, like the graft mm. I'd put in, the journey I'd had, like I deserved the chance. You know what I mean like, I wasn't a bad egg, I wasn't, no. I wasn't being an idiot or anything. I'd train my balls off, um, but it just weren't going to give me a chance, so I had to right. go back on loan to the National League. Obviously you did, the reason I brought an injury up
1: was because you got, it was, I was going to ask you, was it a, a nervous sort of few days, because you were going to make your football league de- debut. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, what was that feeling like? Actually, coming back making that debut in yeah, the football league was yeah, it Cause unreal? Because yeah.
0: when I was younger, like obviously coming so late, I used to, I had a season ticket at Northampton when I was like fourteen, fifteen. Went with my schoolmates and that, and just watching. I'd always dreamed. Like, oh, imagine one day I'll like, play. It was always the dream. Do you know mm. what I mean? But he never really thought it was achievable. I'd never been at academy. Never been at, like even involved like. So that's a good
2: thing it. to push out to our lads because well. obviously, being a Russian and Academy, it's not quite the academy, in the college yeah. and all that. And to hear it from somebody that's been there and done that for, like yeah. my, not my lads listening, their parents yeah. listening,
0: 100%. to know that you don't have to do it the conventional way. Oh, this is why I set up Goldman. Like, I honestly believe people give up. They they don't believe there's a path, especially with the academy system now. It's like, oh, I've got to be at an academy. Like, mm. I don't. It's about your improvement every day how much you want it how much you know you're going to dedicate to it all the little things and you, you will get seen like this yeah. day and age you will get opportunities if you keep believing and keep training and doing things that other people aren't doing yeah. um, there's a there's a path like yeah, it was I didn't think it could happen but when I like I said when I made a debut like even with my dad who and my mum that like, travelled everywhere with me like seeing me and my wife now like seeing me at highs and lows and do you know what I mean? Like, it, was, it was unreal, yeah, yeah. it was class. Yeah. Like, was it amazing when the crowd started singing your name? Know? Well, I don't know if the <laughs> Holchester ever sang one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I tell you what it was a good thing for me, like that was like, because I was doing well in pre-season, I was like joint top shirt sales I at on the, the on time, was. and I was like, that's class. Like, <laughs> seeing a few kids with your shirt on and that, I thought, oh, that's a nice feeling, sort yeah. of thing, yeah. Yeah, class. Um, obviously, Tyler did lead
1: lead to a few lines. Obviously, yeah. You, and you went you ended up at Wrexham. Um, just I read, read a little review on your time there. Uh, was that a frustrating
0: time? Again, that whole year was like that football was an absolute roller coaster, as you know. Like getting unmoved to League One, thinking, "I've cracked it." Like good age to sort of, I was thinking, twenty four good age like a couple of good seasons I can really establish myself as a football league player a month down the line I've gone to Wrexham who wanted me before just didn't play me for whatever reason got me in and just didn't play me isn't that a strange when making you travel or
2: commuting or whatever you were doing from one part of the country to another and they wanted you the previous season but
0: this season you all of a sudden weren't good enough within the space of two months strange like he wanted to sign me and then was it the same gaffer at the time yeah so he wanted to sign me but Maybe it was because I didn't sign. And you got the house that you didn't no, sign. I don't know, but I, I reached out. But why would he bring you in though? Because like, like, I'm sure they could only have what, two or three loans yeah, at the time. I reached out to him and, like, mate, this was a good learning curve for me, like only go when you wanted. If you wanted somewhere, go there. If you're not, if it's like m and R, don't. I sort of reached out to him and say, look, I'm available for loan, do you, do you, would, you, would you be interested? And he was like, yeah, absolutely. I'll, and he, rather than him coming to me, I, I sort of went to him, maybe it was that. He sort of said at the time, you've bedded in well. I wanted to give you a month to bed in. Mm. Um, and uh, I was like, well, I want to play football. Obviously, I've just got my move to League One. I wanted to go and show what I could do and potentially open up doors. And obviously, Rex a massive club. I would have loved to play <laughs> for them. Yeah. And I would have loved to... Do you know what I mean? I enjoyed the, my time there. The lads and were great and that, but I just wanted to play. That's always been my philosophy, good or bad. If I'm not playing on a Saturday, I think because going up the leagues, it was like, if I'm not playing, I'm going to go somewhere where I'm playing so I could be seen. Mm. Um, so yeah, maybe I should have held on to a few places longer, but um, yeah, that worked, that weren't great. Um, and my uh, I should have known because the little house we rented in my room just looked straight over a graveyard. So I thought, <laughs> <crazy. laughs> graveyards. <months." laughs>
1: <Yeah. laughs> Obviously then it was old, shot next to unload. Yeah. Um, I mean, how sweet was it scoring against Wrexham in the league? <laughs> I even, didn't
0: realise I did that, mate. Yeah. Oh, yeah I did. oh wait, yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Is good.
2: <laughs> mate, if that was me, I'd have run over to the Own Fans, give it stats. Yeah. It yeah. was in
1: front of a
0: good end as well,
1: yeah. But um obviously did you enjoy your time older shot then a bit more than you did at Wrexham?
0: Yeah, class group of lads. Yeah. Really like that. That was a weird ending as well. Didn't they have Ashley Young there uh, not Ashley Young, his younger brother Lewis Young at the time. No, they had Jaden Gibbs, um, Kieran's brother. Yeah, yeah, good player. Yeah, Um, he was the brother that was there at the time. But a real good group of lads. um, Really enjoyed my time. Had a few good FA Cup games against Portsmouth, home and away. We beat them. We beat them to be fair. But they've got like a. I think it's like, what is it like? Army versus Navy. Right. Portsmouth first order shot they've got like a little Oh like yeah that would be on like Remembrance Sunday so it was a real good Oh Christ Like all the pipes out or whatever you call them before the game and it was good it what was a lot playing at front Hart? Yeah I, I've got Because that's got to be a childhood one even if you're not a Portsmouth fan it's Yeah when friends, You just like, know l- Lucky it? enough I got a few appearances there and we played when I was at Cheltenham we played them at the last game of the season and that if they beat us they mm-hmm. went up so it was Packed hmm. like 20 something. Did you see the big pompy fella with his shirt off banging the fucking gym, I didn't yeah. see him, like to be fair, but <laughs> it was just, it was unreal. Like, probably, obviously, I just played at a lower level, so in terms of like professional, um, so like that was one of the days I was like, oh, this is class. this is what it's like to be a real player. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, big, big, um, and I absolutely smacked that 6 0 as well. But yeah, yeah,
3: I think, It was a good day
1: um You mentioned um what's his name? Sorry, Kieran Gibbs' younger brother. There, jane I was Jayden. watching. What's your man last night on under the cosh? You see that? um Danny Simpson. It? Yeah, Danny oh, Simpson. Oh, he's Simpson. Man, yeah, good mate. It's a good mate. So remember, I was going to say. You oh, b- I went I went um, Vegas. Yeah, Vegas. <laughs> no, mate. Um, did you just keep away from them boys. Did you <laughs> <laughs> Funny.
2: If that's what he said on the podcast last night, like, didn't he? Danny
1: Simpson. He was like, "Yeah, I went there for three days with
0: me pals, and ended up spending another five days with them." Oh, man. yeah. <laughs> that life, that's the yeah. I we met know, him in Vegas. Yeah. That life. It's like uh, Jaden had the best life ever. I think. Like his brother was playing football, and he was just like, he had a better life than his brother. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You live with him. He didn't have the pressure. He was chilling. No. Like unbelievable. No, I see, that's how some I stories. Heard.
1: Yeah, some mm.
3: stories. Mm.
1: Um. And then obviously
0: so you said that was a funny finish out at Aldershot yeah it was like um my manager rang me and he said um he basically said you're not gonna you haven't got a game for a couple of days or something so they want to send you back to Aldershot they want to send you back to Colchester because they can't pay you for it was weird and then eventually the manager got sacked right so whether they were sort of like we don't want to. We're going to get rid of our because you were league. the manager's choice rather than the club's yeah, choice. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I honestly don't know. The fan I had a really good time there. Did really well. fangled a bit, and they re-signed me again. So I don't. I, I don't know what it was. Is strange, isn't I don't know it? if they just thought you know we're not going to do anything this year. We're mid-table, cut the budget a little bit. We're going to get rid of the manager. I'm not really too sure. As long as they're
2: safe
0: in the league, I suppose. Yeah, I'm not too sure. It was just a bit of a weird one because we I was like I said, I was enjoying it. It was a good time, and then. Then I was back at Colchester again. Which wasn't <laughs> ideal. <Right. laughs> no. Um, obviously you said you're back at Colchester, so then you went out on another line there. Yeah, I got forced into this one. Dover. I basically it, it was obviously it sounds ridiculous, but like I was actually sat at home every Saturday watching Gillette's off Saturday, living in Far Cotton, not playing football signed to Colchester. They didn't care whether I was at a game at the game or not. Yeah. I felt like I was signed, but I was literally. See, that's mad, that. Even when my 18s haven't got a game, they're expected at the fucking game. Mate, Do you know If I'm expected, they're injured, they're expected at my game. I would sometimes drive to Colchester to train and the manager wouldn't text me that everyone was off. So I was trying to keep my mindset and be like, right, keep doing the right things, keep training hard, something will happen for you, a door will open, you've still got League One facilities, League One lads around you, the coach, they the like, not the management, but all the coaching staff, the strength conditioning coach, because he knew I was had a good attitude, he'd take me out and do extras, no one would be there. So it took me two and a half hours to get there, no one was there. And I was like, I'd walk out training, I'd have to walk over the first time, I'm not with them. I'd walk to the 21s coach and say, am I with you? Oh, you're not on our list. I'd just go to the 18s coach and say, "Can I train with you guys? Because I've just travelled all the way here and like it was just. And I wasn't a bad egg. They were. just. I couldn't understand if you were being an artist. I don't, don't know, know what it. Or, it, or I, you were doing like a Peter Road, then winging and saying, "I'm yeah, going for another I, club. I don't really know what it was. I, I honestly don't know why they wouldn't. He obviously just didn't, or wanted to force me out, or. I don't know. It was weird. And it's frustrating when a manager hasn't got the bollocks to just say, I'm sorry kid, I don't want you Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Then, don't force me out, like, this is sort my life. he said that. I knew he got, I wasn't wanted, but like, <coughs> all I wanted to do is train mm. to, to open up a loan. And then he sort of said, oh, I want you to go to Dover. And I was like, I don't want to go to Dover. I like, travel far enough. <laughs> yeah. like, and in the end, I was just like. Got a good history of managers though at Dover, did not they? Uh, so the people know. that
2: have gone on to kind of do better okay, things, yeah. yeah I think so. I okay. think it's kind of like a stepping stone for quite a few okay. non-league managers. Yeah,
0: he, um, but yeah, he, he sort of, I didn't want to go there, um, but I went there and it, I shouldn't have gone there. Hang on a minute though, you shouldn't have gone there scored five minutes into your debut. <laughs> Did <laughs> I? Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> now at this stage I'm driving to Colchester to train in the day, then I'm driving to Chiselhurst in London to train at night for Dover. Then I'm driving back to Northampton. It was mental. Fuck that. Mm. And I broke, I think I broke my foot and the Colchester physio was sent him, sending me into London for injections into it. And I was like, this ain't right. Like I'm coming down the stairs. Like, anyway, With they didn't want to pay for yeah. it. They, yeah, they didn't want to pay for a scan, yeah. I don't think. But they paid for these injections. I don't know what happened. Then I went out to scan and I broke my foot. So. I was the rest of the season in a boot. That first year was horrific. It was a, <laughs> bad, it was a bad year. Bad. Yeah, it was a bad year. It's a bad
1: year. Um, obviously, your final line with them was Woken. Yeah. Um, that seemed to lead to better things, better times there.
0: Yeah, so I decided I wasn't going to just... I, I thought, in my head at the time, I'm going to keep my affiliation with Colchester because I worked out in the off-season. I trained all pre-season, used them for their pre-season in terms of being around better players and just getting me confident and prepped because I knew I was going to go on loan. And then um, Woking came, I think, two games into the season and I was like, yeah, I'll, like, I'll, I'll go. And um, I was just fully prepared and ready. Um, had that bit between my teeth to just just make this one a better season and it had a, had a great time there. Yeah, good. Um, obviously, 14 goals in 26 games there. Yeah. Um, that led to interest from Cheltenham Town. Yeah, um, I think I had a f- couple of options at Christmas. It was like uh, Orion, but Orion at the time had the Italians in, do you remember? Mm. The I man Italians and like, I was watching, I was chatting to Orion and- uh, So they didn't have like Russell Slade at that point then? No, who was the manager, no. No, they didn't, I can't remember the, 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 the guy's name, but I was watching Sky Sports, and it was when the, uh, I think they won Orion and uh, where well, they lost. And the owner ran out of the stand and kicked the manager up the arse. And I thought, and I thought, oh, I, I can't go. Well, I want to be in that. I want to be, in that. I want to be in that. I thought that looks mental. There's that thing <laughs> on a Sunday when Reece's team not doing very well, I can just sneak the keep and kick in his arse? I know it's all sorts of stories. Like lo- I went to, a, I ended up at Orient in the end anyway. And when the lads would tell me about the time, like they'd lose a game and they'd take them to a hotel and they'd lock them all in, not lock them, but they'd like say you're not allowed to leave this hotel. And they'd trained go back to the hotel like all week. Couldn't like misses, no one, kids, <laughs> quite, like, it sounded mental. So I, I was in that was a lucky move, but yeah, I went to Cheltenham in the end. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> so is that just when they'd fallen out of the football league at that point? Just fallen out and they'd had a good start to the season, now top of the national league at the time. Um, what were the coaching staff like there? Yeah, real good Gary Johnson and he, <laughs> Because um, he's the ex cobblers one, yeah. He was yeah, cobblers, Peterborough, Yeovil, um, Bristol City. Um he was he was really good for me. Like uh, he pushes you. you know, he's one of them people that like we talk about mad stories, a f- mad guy, but um Oh enlighten us with one of your mad stories, mate, that's what we're in. <laughs> just he's just a character in football, you know, like he's um he's he wants to win more than anything. Um mm. But he's one of them people that, when you're there, you're driving to training, you're no, like it's gonna be hard, like, rah, rah, rah. But then when you're away from him, you think, do you know what, he had a real big influence on me, got the best out of me, mm. pushed you. Just loads of stories of Gaffer, like, you know, he's, if you lose, you're in, if, if you lose, it's, it's awful. Like, <laughs> your week's gonna be horrific. Like, I'm talking like you're in on a Sunday paper we, we lost to Bromley uh, last year and um, we we're in on the Sunday so all the lads drive home I mean this is just a soft story but all the lads drove loads of lads from London so obviously living in Torquay drove home brought their missus home to see family and that and he's just in the changing room like no in tomorrow so they're back on the bus their missus are in London they've all got to drive back, you've got kids, like little babies that are drive to see their grandparents, everyone's back to talking. misses few fuming, we're in, you'd say to us like, um, take someone else's paper, and you got to do noughts and crosses for the whole 90 minutes on if they did something crap, if they did something good, like nought, <laughs> and cross, whole game, and then, had to, so basically you were a scout for and that. And then you had to present to the other lad like what he did wrong, like what you're know, sitting there, like, oh
1: yeah, mate, um, you did like <laughs> <laughs> just, just, up just, just... Was no that stuff Was <laughs> I know it sounds shit, that sounds shit, but was that good for team building? You know what I mean? That you could rip your man about having a shit performance? Uh
0: yeah, but it's one of them I think with with, with the gaffer it was like when he had your bought in, everyone was like going for it, but when you're at the we when we're at the top of Cheltenham, like we were unbeatable, like, mm. it was unbelievable, like, and we did, he'd, he'd start a floor in the wall documentary, like, 15 games before he'd won it. So it's like bringing the cameras in, ready to, he's almost prepping you for the video of when you've won the league. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's like, looking back now, when I watch that video, it's the best thing ever, like, all mm. the lead up to it. All the games. so similar, similar, similar yeah, to like yeah. what Dawkin do at the minute? I'm not sure. So
2: they've got like, um, there's an independent channel called A Bunch of <coughs> Managers, right? And they follow Dawkin and a couple other teams for like two or three seasons, right? And it's literally like a GoPro in the corner, and you'll see the fucking. I think it's Mark something that's the owner right. of Dorking, he's the yeah. manager as well, fucking giving it to a blah blah blah,
0: yeah, blah, yeah. blah 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 blah. But yeah. they go and win and they come back in these fucking buzzing. Yeah, you know yeah. all that, what that word's like? Yeah, yeah um, exactly that. And you can just see the like ups and downs and like, it was class, yeah. It was, it was unreal. Oh, good.
1: Um, obviously, you come back more local then. After, uh, so you had a few lines actually, Wood, Orient. Yeah,
2: so. been to a few Arsenal players there because don't they play their resi games there? Or uh, the ladies play at the ladies
0: there Somebody. Yeah, the ladies. There. The ladies play there. I didn't see. I didn't see many when I was there. No. Um, and you didn't fancy going on Big Brother because that's what next door is, well. <laughs> one, yeah, yeah. I think the owner. I think the owner. Um, Ran his business from um, some sort of props from the studio. Like he started doing props. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. Something a right Um So yeah. Uh, I um. I what was I saying? Um, yeah. Just before we won the league, and then um, at Cheltenham, obviously did well, and uh, broke my toe the Friday before the the league. Started, so we had Orient, first game in the Football League, so I'm a proper Football League game, you probably as a start. And the captain, me and the captain, went in for a challenge and smashed my toe. I played anyway for like three or four games. <laughs> it sounds like I'm making up. <laughs> played three or four games, found out I broke my toe. There was bone floating in it. I had to have an operation just before we played Charlton. In the- Was that Lee Bowyer's Charlton, yeah? Don't know. Might have been. It was like Lookman. Mm. No, look. yeah, 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 yeah. We bad knocked again. them out. Broke my. So I played with my broken toe then, and then drew Newcastle away, at St James's Park. But broke my toe. Ah, oh, good. Couldn't, couldn't make it. Couldn't go. Ah, oh, fuck. Did, did, did you, you go, go with your team, team though? Couldn't. I was in like a. I think I had a physio appointment or something like that. Oh, you so joking. Like, Jeez. I travelled to Carlisle away. Mm. To watch him in a boot and then couldn't go to St James' oh, Park. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been to Cadillac, <laughs> <lot>. it's fucking <laughs> yeah. yeah. hours So, um, yeah, and then, and then it unfortunately, from such a high at Cheltenham, winning the league, doing so well, being a main man sort of thing, um, that we struggled that year and the gaffer was putting a lot of pressure on me to get back. I sort of rushed back, was it right, and then the relationship wasn't as good because I think the other players had come in from that now and so in the end the second year was in and out playing and then he I think he wanted to freshen it up and it uh, got rid of a lot of the latter one the league and stuff and then I just thought again I'll go alone. probably should have stayed there and fought for my place a bit more um in hindsight but I thought let me just go alone and and try and crack on yeah um, obviously that led to coming back a bit more local then at Ketching Town yeah so I went Orion, um that was a great time and then, and then um, went to Brackleaf left, I oh know Ketching yeah so that's what I thought I went to Aldershot after that sorry uh, for a year and um, I just I just thought you know what I felt myself going that way rather than that way mm. um, and I was always in the mindset where I didn't want to be that sort of 30-year-old in the dressing room, scrambling for another contract. Do you know what I mean? Like... Getting your one-year deals. Getting one-year deals Mm -hmm. and all that. I just felt like if I'm not, I was ambitious and if I wasn't going to be in the championship then, or earning a good living in League One or whatever, then I thought I'm going to crack on. So my mate had started a fitness business at the time and he sort of was franchising it. so I took one of them on in Northampton London and uh, signed for Ketchum, yeah.
2: Yeah. Sorry, just going back to your League One kind of dates, obviously yeah. we don't really talk numbers, but as an overview, what's the kind of, not your money in particular, yeah. but what's the money like at League One? Is it? Such a range, like it depends oh, okay. on club, it depends on... Because obviously if you're saying that you can earn a living from it, obviously we know professional yeah. footballers get to earn a living, but is it like, a good living where you're earning three hundred quid a week, or is it big books where you're earning twelve hundred quid a week, or not you personally, as in like, oh, yeah, if you looked at an averagey type of thing? Oh yeah. Would it range from that to that, or would it be range, higher and higher?
0: Range from maybe fifteen hundred to six, seven grand. A week. So, so, a definite
2: fucking that you can live, yeah, almost, living comfortably and doing the especially in London and doing all them top stuff. And, like, Absolutely, yeah, good. League, that, one? good league,
1: league one, so so compare that, and then obviously Cobblers League two.
0: Would they be on anywhere near that as well, or say I'm just, you know, yeah, like you're looking at the depend. The pen, but I'd, I'd guess you'd be on like twelve to fours. Yeah, because if you look at a lot
2: Wrexham now, I presume they're flying on big wages because of yeah. the, the big geezers big in there. I'm presuming they will be on like four sixes and six ups. Like yeah, I've heard
0: rumours of nines and. Oh, well, I've
1: heard
2: some movies this week from Real Bedford I've heard Death Stalker's on a fucking big whack yeah I've heard the same thing, yeah. <laughs> um. but then obviously if you look at Brackley as obviously you see yeah, over there as well, as well at the current time they've got is it Adam Rooney in a Yeah, the yeah. fellow that was at Salford yeah, yeah, yeah. so he must be on a whack somewhere because at Salford he must have been on big bucks yeah, must like be coming I, from Aberdeen I mean, to Salford
0: yeah I think like the, I think with the way of the world, like there's more money. Owners are buying clubs at lower, so there's more hmm. money to be earned, lower down and dropping down. And all depends on the owner, the club, what they're willing to invest. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like Rex. Look at rexham like they're paying, they're paying League One wages. Yeah, to get there, you know, because they know the impact if they do get there. That is that sustainable at that level though. If you are Ryan Reynolds, it is. Yeah, I never said for He comes out, it's a I always say,
1: they, I'll I'll will say, they, say they, I don't want to float my own boat too much here, but you see that there's another club in Wrexham. You Rexham, went buying Wrexham, from- <laughs> kid. No, nah, no, <nah>, there's another <laughs> club in Wrexham, innit? FC United of Wrexham, you ever seen them? No. So they're starting to get a bit bigger, like, and Ryan Reynolds, he bought him a load of kit. But their gaffer, he sent me a message and he asked me to write a little article for him. And I've done that, and I tagged Ryan Reynolds in it, and then since then, He's been whacking money into the club. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's, right. not oh, this, he's not saying it's because of me, but
3: I'll oh, give no, oh, yeah. a little article, yeah. yeah, No. But,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, if if you've, if you've got that money,
0: I think what he said, his gin company for like 400 million, I think. Did he? I don't know, I think well, I saw uh, that. Jesus. <laughs> we
3: tried to sell you already, have you your interview, but nobody invited that. <laughs> you know what
0: I'm um, saying?
2: Unbelievable. So, um, so, I've got some. Except it's Kettering now, so what was. What was the, it? obviously it's different standards, but yeah. going from that standard to that standard, with all due respect to catching because they're friends of the show. Yeah. It's a big fucking drop down, isn't it? Yeah, 100%, like,
0: tough, like. Less fun. time on a ball. People want to kick shit out, yeah? Nah, it's like, not really that. Like, just lifestyle in terms of like, getting yourself motivated to to play. Obviously, Latimer Park is, isn't the most attractive Yeah, I've had a few games there recently, yeah. So it's a bit of a mindset one, Mm. more than anything, to be like, right, I've got to get back. I'm working all day now, Mm. I've got to get finished work, go training, be motivated, you know, all that sort of stuff. No, it's difficult, isn't it? Yeah, that was was the challenge, but we won the league, to be fair, it was, our team was too good for that league. Do you know what I mean? It was quite... Any non-league names at that point you kept them with yourself? Yeah. me for saying, <laughs> as a, as a Aaron O'Connor. Yep. Yeah, Aaron good O'Connor. Yeah, was at Newport. On. and yeah, yeah. yeah. He was. He's a good lad, good player. Um, Brett Salkom was there. Oh, yeah, uh, is at um, winning now at the minute? Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Um, just
0: thinking. Because it was he the captain, was, was he? Little. Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember who was. Because he's played Back a fair team. few. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That. Yeah. Um, that was it. We had a good side for that, for that league, so I'm missing loads of lads, too many. Um, it's alright, they'll kill you on 3 <laughs> Yeah, after. yeah.
3: are uh, going to be sitting listening, um, no, said We were Longford friends. No, loads, <laughs> loads of, there,
0: there was loads of good lads, and, and a good little, you know, whenever you win a league, like there's a good little uh, team spirit. But to be fair, I think it was too easy for us. Like, we'd go 3 0 down and just win 4 3. Like it was just a bit... Like sin, it not yeah. um, So it, it didn't feel always like... For me it didn't feel as like buzzing, if you know what I mean. Mm. Um, but then, and then I
1: went to Brackley, yeah. I was told time like a Brackley? Obviously, we've been there. i quite enjoyed Brackley town. I like going up there. Yeah. No, it
2: wasn't a good time for me to you. No? No. It wasn't a good time for me going kind to of Bradley. Every time I've been there, the game's been
1: cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we um, got there at
2: half time. And they, uh, no, sorry, we got there
1: four minutes before kick-off and the game got cancelled.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was just a, just a random <laughs> one. They wanted to sign me and then just didn't play me. No. And I was like, oh,
1: cool. Right. Do you f- fancy right. going back there now with uh, Roger Johnson in chat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're doing all right, are they now? They are. Yeah, well, yeah, they were top, sort of, they're doing well at top well. three. Yeah. And then I think they've had a few results the last couple of weeks going their way against them. Oh, oh, really? I spoke to your man as well, by the way. Yeah. The
2: one that you really like, is it Cosme? Cosmos? Cosmos.
0: Yeah, player. Yeah, I spoke he's to. a player. He was he at like Halifax?
2: I'm not sure.
1: I but think He might have been
0: though. Winger. Mm. Yeah. He's if, shit he's, up. If he's the one that was at Halifax, he's sharp. Murdered, yeah. Murdered.
1: Whenever I watched him, he's shit up. i as happy. I love it. I love him in class. Um, but yeah no I think they've sort of fell out the automatic places oh, really? but they're, they're in playoff spots at the minute but I think they've got a couple of games in hand I think they'll be alright Yeah. but I see Roger Johnson obviously ex-Wolves running it there now
2: Yeah. ex are
1: more importantly mate local club we'll go for a local club yeah <laughs> um, no I think they'll be alright they've got great crowd up there as well they're, you know what I mean messaging us on Twitter as well and we're, yeah. we're, we're friends there so yeah nice <laughs> no oh,
0: yeah, oh, yeah. it's a lovely it's a great little club I oh, just just didn't work out for me, nah. yeah. just mm-hmm. didn't play. Um, same manager that didn't play me at Wrexham, didn't play me there. Oh uh, right, yeah. Uh, I love, love signing me. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and
2: then obviously after that you went talking for the
0: for the last season or the last. Uh, or went back shoot. to Kettering, did I? Yeah, went back to Kettering. <clears throat> that was no Australian. Fuck me, you've had more clubs <laughs> than I've had <back> clubs. You know what I'm saying? don't I get told them I'm a mercenary
1: all the time. Saw, it's have, nice to have somebody more. A, of me. You, you have them all at the same
0: time. That's different. In reflection, I must have done. I must do something wrong because I, I just moved. But anyway, like he, uh, I went back and then yeah, this was a shambles. I mean, come on, name and shame. Who was the gaffer at the time? that was the shambles then. It was Paul Cox. Okay, yeah. Uh, um, I've heard a few interesting stories about him. Yeah, and he signed me. Signed the contract. This was the end for football for me. I was like, nah, this ain't for me. So I'm kind of, I just had a little, my little boy, um, and he knew that. Um, went there, yeah, signed, Dan love it. Brilliant, right. done, pre- and it was just after COVID. Mm. So we weren't getting paid or anything. Um, it was like when the season starts, you sort of get paid sort of the And he's beasted us in pre-season, like pre-season games, traveling around everywhere, beasting us, everyone's working hard together. And then playing the games, playing the preseason games, um, and I just stopped playing in preseason. Obviously, then your
1: time at um, we touched on your time at Torquay um, that brought you back to Chenix, um, and was that the real sort of start of goalman there? Then?
0: Yeah, well, I started it uh, a couple of years previously. I knew it was what I would wanted to do, and then got sucked back into to playing full time. Um, and then when I was playing at Torquay, I was sort of. Coaching, helping lads as much as I could there as well, um, off the pitch and sort of developing the idea. And then, yeah, as soon as I, as soon as I came back to Northampton, I knew exactly what I was going to do. So that's when uh, we 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 kicked it off at Goldman. Yeah, nice. No,
1: obviously, if if people haven't seen it online, and um, tell us a little bit about Goldman, uh, what it is and what your aim is.
0: Yeah. So basically, just to give give lads that you know want to improve themselves, are dedicated to improving themselves a level playing field. So giving them, you know, all the best information that I sort of took my time when I was playing to sort of study and improve myself um, and give it to no matter the level you're at, whether you're in a category one Academy, whether you're 20 and trying to make it as a pro, whether you're eight, nine, 10, 11, um, trying to progress through the grassroots, no matter what it is, I want to give, you know, high level coaching, um, the things that people genuinely need to improve themselves um, I want to give it to, give it to you if you if if you want to improve. So that's what we're aiming to do through a number of different things, through on the pitch, off the pitch. We've got a number of different services we offer, um, and it's been great so far to to share the struggles I've had and hopefully navigate these young lads through them without without having to make some of the mistakes I did. Yeah, nice. So what
1: sort of age age groups do you cover? Then is it is it from sort of kids all the way up to do you have adults as well or is it just mainly the
0: youngsters absolutely so we go from you know six years old to 26 years old um so we'll have some some lads that play full-time in the summer when they're when they're back um from their clubs and stuff and then we have um you know young lads looking to progress all the way through yeah nice so um is it just yourself or how many other coaches you got with you we've got two other coaches uh Bringing on another one soon, so um, yeah, we're just trying to uh, obviously help as many people as possible, and that takes that takes some good quality coaches and more than just myself. So yes, coming up four of us now.
1: Yeah, nice. What sort of criteria do you have? Is it um, obviously coaches that are they all ex players similar to you, or have you got? A yeah, so with?
0: so I like to I like I like all my coaches to to have played, um, just because they can. Everyone's got a different experience, so we've got. You know, a coach that went through the both went through the academy systems at the moment that got released at different ages, so they've they've had that experience of players trying to push or didn't quite make it, so they can relate to players that what they need or how to navigate themselves through that system um, and are still playing now. Then myself, obviously, my journey that we spoke about, um, and then we're just bringing on a coach that's had a completely different journey in terms of he was at a top top club all the way through um an academy and then ended up we played together in the national league. So he had the sort of complete opposite journey to me, where I started bottom, he started top and we met yeah. in the middle. So just nice. trying to give every angle um, you know, and help people through every little every little part and
1: every little coach can offer something different. Yeah. So can you uh can you drop his name or is it a
0: bit early for that yet? Yeah, bit early a bit early for that yet. We haven't he yeah. hasn't he hasn't proved that he can uh he hasn't proved it on the pitch just yet.
1: No, is he on the coaching, know, on the coaching
0: pitch? No, not maybe not. He's not. No, no, he's not. Um, he's not someone. He's not a big name or anything. Um, we're not there yet. We can't. We no. can't draw in big names yet. But um, no. No. maybe what? Maybe one day we'll have big name coaches.
1: I'm, I'm sure it will keep going. <laughs> um, obviously, your other coach there, Max, I think it is,
0: isn't it? Yeah,
1: he he's playing for the Chen's first team now, isn't he?
0: Yeah, so both our both our coaches play for Chen's first team. Um oh, yeah, Dills is sort of, Deals uh, Max and Dills. Max plays a lot and Dills is in and out. Um he's had a few injuries and stuff, but they're both really good, really good players and really good lads. Um I met them through Chenix, which is great. Um and you know, the way they apply themselves to their to their coaching and to their day-to-day, you know, football is is brilliant, and that's what we want. We want people that are like you can relate to the clients because they're in they're in the they're in the game.
1: Yeah, nice. Obviously you do this then as this is your full time job now, is it? I assume. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: And then are them two lads obviously they're they're a bit younger. Are they is that their sort of aim? Are they looking to to do this yeah. as a as a career
0: basically? Well we just try look, in terms of the coaches, Jordan, we're just trying to I'm just trying to give them lads, the job I wish I could have had, you know what I mean? Yeah. I had to go, yeah. I had to go work in circus for a couple of months, nothing against circus, but, uh, yeah.
3: like oh, I was yeah. all
0: over the place in Iceland, I worked in Iceland in St. James, you know, I wish I could have got, come to a company that was going to develop me, you know, hopefully as an individual and give me the skill sets to, and an opportunity to progress, whether they progress, you know, their coaching with us, which we'd love them to do, but they're going to go study as well. Um, which will also help our help the company in terms of like sport and exercise science and business in football. It's all related um, and different avenues that we can help our players in.
1: Yeah, so I know it sounds great for the lads there. Obviously, if they can make a career out of it, I know it's a long process. Um, do you want to um, drop your, you know, Goldman DMs and how how people
0: um, sort of get involved with it? Yeah, for sure. So it's just um, just at Goldman um, on Instagram. Uh, Facebook, I think it's the same. So you find us at, at Goldman, um, and then I think it's Goldman Football or whatever it comes up as. Um, yeah. But yeah, drop us a message on there if, if if you're interested. If your son, daughter, or someone you know is is a dedicated footballer and and, and wants to make that step to the next level, whatever it is, um, yeah, we'd love to we'd love to play a part in their in their journey and their development.
1: No, so obviously when we drop this we'll we'll share all your social channels as well, well anyway. Great mate. Um but I mean no great work you're doing mate. Um no, and you guys uh promoting their uh,
0: local football is brilliant.
1: I no, appreciate that, mate. Um obviously I am sure we'll see you at Chenix again in the next couple of weeks. Thanks so much for coming on and sorry about um obviously the technical difficulties that we've had. No problem uh, at all, Jordan. No problem, but, mate. It's pleasure. No good man, no, thanks a lot, and um we'll see you, we'll see you soon. Top man, Jordan. Speak to you soon. Cheers.
2: Cheers.